When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is episode number 49. We are all excellent storytellers. Welcome to the Mindset for Life podcast. This is Bethany, your coach from drbcoach.com, coaching with power, purpose, and practical tools to help you show up with confidence. Have you ever thought that you were a great storyteller? Or maybe you're on the other end of the spectrum and you think you're a terrible storyteller. Whichever end you are, I'd like to propose today that we are all excellent storytellers. We tell stories all day long inside our minds. Many times we tell those stories out loud to other people. Perhaps we write about them. We share them. We connect through our stories. One great example of this is when we think about why we did or did not do something right. There's a woman who, when she was five years old, was a kindergartner, and she looked up at the clock in her classroom, and she saw the flag in the corner, and every day in her kindergarten class, they said the Pledge of Allegiance. This woman remembered which hand she put over her heart, and this is how she learned which hand was her right hand or her left hand. As an older person, she would look at her hands to see which one did she put on her heart and actually visualize herself back in that kindergarten classroom. Later in life, when giving people directions, she would explain it was right or left, turn here, turn there, and often she would say it wrong. She meant left, and she would say right. This just isn't something that seemed to come naturally for her. In her mind, she told this story. I'll never really know my left from my right, and it doesn't matter anyway. That's such an interesting perspective. Does that story give permission to never learn one's left from their right? It's a little thing, but perhaps that story does make an excuse that it's not worth the effort. Or maybe it blames oneself. Maybe it shames oneself into just not being enough because we can't remember one little thing. Either way, it's a story. And it's a story we tell on the inside. Perhaps she would never tell anyone she has trouble telling her left from her right. So many other things are going well. But that story could just be the thorn in her heel moving forward and continuing to grow as an adult. In fact, when another little failure comes up, she might tell herself, See, I'm just not very bright. I don't remember details well. Either way, that's a great example of storytelling, inner storytelling. Have you ever had that experience where something went well or poorly, and in your mind you thought, well, I'm just this way or that way? Whatever the thinking was in your mind when that happened, that interesting thought becomes a recurring thought. When a similar episode occurs in the future, it comes back until it becomes a belief. And pretty soon, it's a huge story we tell ourselves. 
Many times when we're storytelling, we think those stories are fact. It can be incredibly difficult to separate blame, judgment, and accusation out of our interpretive story. The interpretation is what makes it no longer a fact. Now, interpreting details and information is what makes people incredibly successful. Interpretations can give us success in our business. Interpretation can make us excellent teachers. It can make us excellent students. Interpretation can help us teach our children, be wonderful parents and spouses. It can help us give others the benefit of the doubt. It can help us see goodness in the world. Interpretation can also help us give up hope. It can help us overemphasize failures. It can help us get offended and give up. Our interpretations are the way we create our stories. It's interesting to think about the stories we tell ourselves throughout our lives. In one family, there was an adult in the room with everyone else, with a lot of other adults, who suddenly became sort of the butt of the joke, as they say. This person was socializing just like everyone else, and suddenly someone started storytelling about this adult and his flaws, or the times he made mistakes as a child. One by one, different people in the room told different stories they remembered about this person's silly choices, or, as we might consider them, embarrassing mistakes. And this adult sat there laughing right along with everyone else, thinking, Yes, these are stories I can never outlive. The truth is those very same stories could be told an entirely different way. We could look at some of those stories as triumphs over the silly foibles of childhood. They could be stories about how others in the room were so unkind. Either way, the interpretation that comes with those stories can be painful it can stay with us throughout our entire lives. Have you ever experienced a situation where someone's storytelling was grossly different from yours? Did you come away from an event enjoying it, appreciating it, learning something even, and have someone that is with you say something incredibly judgmental or negative about that experience? I have experienced that before. And perhaps others who are with me at other times might have experienced the opposite. Maybe they had a great experience and I was the person saying something negative. Either way, it makes sense that we all have a different perception of our experiences. We might be in the same room as different people at the same time, but we can come away with dramatically different interpretations. For this reason, it's very helpful to ask other people about their stories. Ask questions. Hold nothing for granted. Maybe when particular words or descriptions are used, an innocent question would be, what makes you say that? What is your thinking behind that idea? We gather so much evidence to support our stories. All of that evidence starts to pile up and pretty soon, we think the story is absolute fact. In the end, a lot of it is interpretation. Most of the stories we tell are really neutral 
It's our interpretive commentary that makes it either a positive or a negative experience. Let's think, for example, about a trip to the grocery store. When COVID-19 started, one woman in my local area traveled to the store. She put her face mask on. She put her sanitizing gel on her hands before she went into that store. She pushed her cart up and down the aisles. As she saw row after row of partially empty shopping aisles, her heart started to race. In her mind, she was thinking, there's nothing on these shelves. There's no food. Maybe there will never be food again. Maybe this is a new turn in the world events and I won't have food to buy at the store. She pushed her cart further and started to have a racing heartbeat. Pretty soon her palms were sweaty and she was filled with anxiety and fear. As she approached different people in the aisles, she started to panic, thinking maybe these people have COVID-19, I should get away from them. And by the time she left the store, this woman was in an outright fear-based episode. All of the thoughts she had became stories she was telling repeatedly as she was going through that store. And she was adding image after image and experience after experience as evidence to support that negative interpretation. And really it was a prediction that whatever the current episode was, it would determine the future. While that might be true at times, significant levels of interpretive commentary in our brains, the way we go through storytelling, the predictions we make based on what we're experiencing right now, those stories are incredibly powerful. And believe it or not, they dictate much of our life experience. Whether we're happy or sad, feeling successful or feeling like a failure, feeling like we have lots of friendships or feeling very alone. Many of those things come from the stories within our own minds. As we hear other people's stories, we might be able to see a different picture. For example, at that same time, there was another woman who had a different experience altogether. She noticed things were running out at the store. While she was at the store, she sent text messages to many of her friends and asked, would you like me to pick you up a package of toilet paper? Would you like me to pick you up some cans of tuna fish? Would you like me to get you any produce while I'm here? She did that for about 10 of her friends. Now, while every one of them said, thank you so much for thinking of me, but no, I'm fine. Her heart was open. She began to see what was going on at the store as an opportunity. She predicted there might be more opportunities to help her friends, maybe her neighbors in the future. She went through that store and bought a little extra. When she got home, she shared it with others. She felt so positive that the tense opportunity gave her a chance to serve someone else, to think beyond herself, and to find immediate ways to connect beyond herself. In contrast to the first woman's experience, her inner story was a positive one. It still saw the reality of scarcity, it saw the tension happening, and it did have some seriousness with it. However, her interpretation of that was, what can I do with this opportunity, and how might others be feeling? 
A story like that still takes into account the reality. And it does see what might be happening that's quite negative. At the same time, that kind of story is empowering. It's connecting and it's very positive. How do we all tell stories? What kind of descriptive words do we attach to those stories? Are we looking for energy through getting offended, through interpreting things negatively, through showing how much we were gypped, how much we were left out, or how we didn't get what we wanted or deserved? Or do our stories actually look for connection, possibilities, think to the future with openness, open arms, and consideration for other human beings? I'd like to suggest today that we are all excellent storytellers. I too have found that I'm an excellent storyteller. I bring all kind of energy and interpretation to the stories in my own life. And I think about how I can improve those stories every day. Some days are better than others. Some days, my interpretations are incredibly beautiful, very positive, and really give me a lot of energy. And other days, I struggle to tell a positive story out of life's events, or my connections, or the things that happened. In fact, I find that personally, a negative story that I have allowed myself to attach internally, a negative story stays with me a very long time. I have realized that negative storytelling in my own brain really weighs me down. It pulls at my energy. It steals my joy and it makes it very difficult to come up with ideas or solutions or anything to get through the day. If I allow myself to do a whole lot of negative storytelling, I become very stuck. Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever gotten stuck in the cycle of negativity or negative storytelling? I suppose if most things are neutral, then negative might not be the best word. It could be closed. It could be blame-oriented or justifying storytelling. Either way, when we think about storytelling in a positive direction, it opens up possibilities. It creates new ideas. It brings something new to the element that wasn't there before. And pretty soon, there's nothing we cannot do. Our list is endless. We have so much creativity, innovation, and drive to move forward. This coming week, I challenge you to try one thing. Just one tip today. And that tip is to look at the kind of stories you're telling inside your own mind. Are they empowering stories? Do they help you come up with greater solutions? Do they open connections and possibilities? Do they bring you energy? Or do the stories need to be stripped of any interpretation to be reviewed for their facts alone? As I mentioned, and I truly believe, much of what happens to us and around us is in many ways neutral. We interpret it how we would like. This week, let's notice our interpretations and see what unfolds. Thank you again for joining me today for the Mindset for Life podcast episode number 49. Can you believe it? We've been doing this for about a year now, and it has been a total joy to visit with you each week. 
Thank you for being here. And here's to being the best version of you this week. This has been a podcast called Mindset for Life by Bethany at drbcoach.com. To find me on the web, you can visit my blog or my website at www.drbcoach.com. That's D-R-B-C-O-A-C-H.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.